Hey, you're back. Well, then I welcome you to the Dipped in Butter program with Cap and Wes. Get your dumb ass on this fucking horse so we can take this picture. And the best lines are right here with a podcast release each and every Tuesday. I think I'm at the age where I can kind of be like, I don't really need no jeans. Are we getting there to like niggas? Is take, don't, don't. Welcome to the Dipped in Butter program. Good morning. Good evening. Happy Tuesday. Happy Thursday. Happy a uh, couple weeks before Christmas. Happy holidays. Happy joy. Happy sweets. Happy baked goods. I hope that all y'all's Decembers are filled with happiness. This is the number one mixtape podcast out there on the internet, the number one place you can go to listen to the warmest of lies. These lies are here to make you feel good, man. Don't be offended by the lies because we only tell them to make y'all smile. Across from me, hoping y'all to smile is West with no T. That's for every young 89 on the socials. That's a motherfucking goddamn glue around here. Downstairs, they call him New Daddy. But we here in our little Pod Nest family, we like to call him the editor-in-chief, the producer extraordinaire, and our motherfucking friend. So let's check in with our friend. What's going on, my guy? Hey, buddy. What's going on? I'm, you know, back in the closet, as strange as that sounds to say. Yeah. So weird as that sounds to say, I'm back in the closet, but I'm also here back on the show. So which one do you prefer? Um, Dang, I had something fire to start with, but I forgot. So um, we just going... Oh, this is the part of the show where I get to throw my gang signs right in the front. That's what I was going to say. This is the part that I love so much. So across from me with my guy with the hottest takes in the United States, that's Cat K with two T's on the end of that thing. You can catch my man at YouTube.com slash Dipped in Butter program. I'm, I almost sent them to Cat and Crunch. I almost did, yeah, bro, but I don't there. want them to see you watching no cereal. That's not even you no more. Um, So get over to Dipped in Butter program where old shit is old shit, new shit is new shit. The new shit is right here each and every Tuesday on the Dipped and Butter program, which is what this guy created um, and the, the thing that he hosts each and every Tuesday or whichever day is pod day in your life. Um, we do not care. Just join us and make sure you add to the collection plate. Um, he is big money out in Chicago and in San Fran. That is bi-coastal for you people who, di- who do not know geography. And I could be wrong as well, but this is why you come <laughs> here to listen to lives. Um, he is um, Slim Jim, G-Y-M. Right here on the pod, if you know, you know. If you don't, just see my man in real life one time and just watch him disappear from you for several hours to go ride a bike and go to the gym. Um, <clears throat> my nigga and yours. What's popping? You know, I do love the gym, and I do love me some internet comments. I, I had a place to start, but as always, you've, <laughs> you've guided me to a better place. Like, me and you have been talking recently about, like, me in the comments and me being a troublemaker and me just, like, saying random shit just to egg people on and shit like Bro. that. I almost want to shadow. I way. almost need to shadow you, bro. Like I almost you want to you to like put me on FaceTime and like, bro, time and be like, bro just, just do your thing, bro. Like I just want to watch. And it's so funny. Like my shooting percentage on pissing people off in YouTube comments is better than it should be. Like nobody's percentage should be this high. And I don't know if I've ever told you this. You know what I think lends to the pissivity that you provide to people? How good our screen name is because nobody can see Dipped in Butter program and not stop with their eyes. That and the logo, fam. Like the logo's it's, good. It's, it's it's really antagonizing. It almost looks like this is exclusively what you're here for. So it looks like, like a troll account, and then does. they click it and they're like, "Oh, these it, niggas showing their faces." These are real. What? I'm a real nigga. Come find me, please. And, and I get, 
I guess that's. I guess I ain't never think of. Damn, you really putting me yeah. in the crosshairs every day. I ain't think about it like that. And you know what's wild is I never like I never find the time to specify which one of the two I am. So yeah, I probably could be putting you in harm's way. I'm we sorry put about that. In the YouTube bio, all comments yeah. by cat being ran by the big heavy dark one. Like I definitely need to specify. So let let me okay, let me walk you down what I'm about to talk about real quick. Right. So like. There is this influencer that shows up in my YouTube algorithm and I don't even subscribe to the channel, but because I've ever stopped on this person's YouTube shorts, they just keep feeding it to me. That's one bad thing I don't really love about algorithms. Sometimes I do love it because I'll forget to subscribe and then maybe they keep sending me the recipe and I'm like, I didn't mean to learn that cake recipe. And that's when I'm happy that the internet works the way it does. But then there's other times when it's like, you ever like hate watch some shit and you only watch the full clip because you hated it. And then now the algorithm thinks you want to see it and they keep showing it to you. Yeah. I try not to bro. Like I know that that's yeah, a thing that I really, because again, like the, the algorithm really is not smart. Like you really just basing it upon what I've stopped and I've looked at and he stopped for 37 seconds. He loves yeah, it. And that's all, you know, for real, for real. Like you're putting that on the gauge of the other things that I like stop and watch and look at. Mm-hmm. So it's like, maybe I can feed this into your timeline, but most of the time, bro, they're wrong. Like they've got me mm-hmm. before. I spoke about Tarzan here on this goddamn podcast. <laughs> I watched Tarzan for like a month. Like I got out of there, but like, <laughs> You got to get yourself out of there. It was in the realm of what I was doing at the time. Well, I'll tell you, there's there's an influencer or, I don't know, content creator, maybe you call it, this lady, and I guess I'll say her name just so y'all can get the full context in case I leave some of the pixels unclarified. (laughs) The lady's name is Peach McIntyre, right? And her whole spiel is... She's got a husband and she's got seven kids. And she's like, I don't want to call her a welfare mom, but she like kind of has welfare mom vibes. I'll say just vibes because I don't want to make assumptions about the lady unfairly. But her whole content is like, come to Costco with me and watch me buy 16 cases of Kool-Aid. You know what I mean? And if she's not doing that, she's like shopping for Nike's uh, Nike jumpsuits at Burlington Coat Factory for all seven of her kids and telling you how you can get them for cheaper or which there's nothing wrong with that. Or she's bad mouthing her husband to her audience and saying how he ain't shit and how she's about to get a divorce. And every three months she cycles from about to divorce the nigga to back together with the nigga. He's a good man. Cause he's taking her kids to school to back divorcing the nigga, to taking him shopping and buying polo shirts, to divorcing. And they're like, it's constantly back and forth. And I only know this because the algorithm keeps feeding it to me. I, again, I do not subscribe to this lady's channel. They just keep showing it to me. And I can't look away because it's train wreckish. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So today I finally commented on her latest. Oh, look at Wood, which is her husband. Look at Wood getting ready to take our kids to school. Just three months ago, it's crazy. I was about to divorce his ass, but now he being a good dad or whatever, so we love him again. And all I put in the comments was, it must be exhausting to be with him. 150 likes and 37 oh comments God. later, I got bitches coming at my neck. Why the fuck you watch if you being negative? Y'all kill me. You so pressed. And I'm just like, listen, y'all. She puts this stuff on here for us to view. It ain't like I went on her personal Facebook. Yo, this nigga's dropping a bomb and then trying to be diplomatic in the chat. Like, wait, 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 guys. Wait, everybody, oh, no. calm down. <laughs> that is me. That's me every time, right? Like, I say some wild shit that I know is wild, and then I try to clean everybody up yeah. for me saying the wild shit. That's totally my character. I might need you to send me all your comments to approve. I might have I mean, to send you some edits. Like, no, you got to say this. That way you don't have to respond. I say it every time. Like, one chick was really adamant about, like, nigga. Oh, one lady said... 
Oh, it's crazy. You got more likes on this comment than you have on your YouTube videos. How's that working out for you? And I was, and I, my response to her, which was a pretty good one, but you can't beat me. I'm cat. My response to her was, well, I noticed you have over a hundred comments on this lady's channel alone. So I know better than to argue with anybody that has that much time. So then, you know, that got 50 more likes. I can't lose in these comments. Oh, how old is this lady that you're arguing with? Bro, I've been having fun all day arguing in these comments with these people because it does. And I told them, I said, listen, I just want y'all to know, I put out a lasting comment to everybody. I said to everybody in the comments, I just want y'all to know that I care as much about what this lady actually does in her life as she does about giving y'all refunds for her (laughs) seminars. She be having Zoom seminars on how to get paid from YouTube, and she cancels them like every two weeks and never refunds them. <laughs> it's hilarious. I mean, listen, like what you like. I spend, I waste money on Jordans. Who am I to tell people what to give their time, attention, or money to? That's not what I'm saying. All I said was <laughs> it must be exhausting to Why? be your husband. That's all I said. Why do you come here to watch? <laughs> Why are you even here? And then yeah, I said the bro, one lady gotta... I said, so wait, when she's doing something positive, y'all want us to be positive about it. But when she's doing something negative, yeah, bro, we still I mean, gotta be positive. Like moving that's not fair to me. Moving forward, you don't have to start every post like this, but when you start commenting, I need you to start with hi, I'm cat. And then say whatever you want to say, bro. Like hi, I'm one half of the company, the cat half. And I just want y'all to know that this is how I feel about your favorite is, content creator. It's so fun, though, Wes. Like, like it's I, bro, so fun. No cap. I really did try to. I was like, how do I go to YouTube and just find comments from find cats the comments. page? Like, and I, I couldn't figure out how to do it, at least not from the app. I don't know if that's a computer thing. But, like, I, w- I would love to stumble upon these. So, like, phone, hear me. Computers, hear me. Like, right, just start feeding me the videos that this nigga comments on. Because I would love, I would love to interact with you in the comments and, like, make it a real ignorant fest. I, I will say that I'm not going to say there's not a lineage between when I piss people off for the week on YouTube and our listenership or viewership on our page kind of like does notch a little bit sometimes. So, you know, promotion like, is promotion. Does, does it give you notifications when people respond? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I, I mean, it basically sends it to my phone like a text message. Oh, like need, it's interrupts need, me in the bathroom. I might need to log in, cause like you might need to share the login, G. <laughs> bro, you need some of that, huh? Like, bro, yeah, I ain't gonna yeah. lie, it's entertaining. I now I wouldn't call myself a troll per se. I'm not trolling for the sake of reaction. I do be re- genuinely feeling like I understand. you know what I, I mean? I feel the way that my comments say. Like I'm not nah. just saying it to get a reaction. I really feel like that, like. You do this every three months. You come on here and you dog your husband publicly to your audience. Yeah, it pays the bills. And I'm sure, I'm sure he, him and you are both appreciative of y'all's audience. So y'all can pay y'all's bills and not have to work because you're on YouTube. However, you're doing it at the cost of somebody that you say you love, whether you fucking with him this week or True. not, because I'm not naive enough to not believe that. Right. I do understand that some married couples are like, I don't love you this week. You know what I mean? But I'm still staying here. I get that that's a thing for some people, but you are downtrodden this nigga like every three months. And it's like, he got feelings too. So when he goes and cheats on you, then what we going to say? We going to sit here with the fat mouth? Like we going to look swole at the eyes after that? Like you be being a bitch to this nigga. Like, why are you being like that? He can't, I know he probably ain't perfect, but to me, there's never an excuse to drag your I significant mean, other. Nah. The but she, like yeah, but she doing it now because she got an audience. So whether it's fabricated or whether it's real, like. They're going to side with her. Yeah, they got an audience and they getting a check for it. So he'll be a bitch ass nigga in polo if he got just a keep, Just like, keep know, popping yeah, in polo tags. I don't, I don't huh? give a fuck. Shit. 
And, and bro, and, and this is not, well, I guess I am trying to be mean and funny, but like the kind of polo that he buys with the YouTube checks, it screams like I have to spend this money today. Like you ever seen a nigga buy Jordans that just got their income tax check and they're just going to find whatever Jordans that you have in stock yeah, in their yeah, yeah. size. You, you don't even tell. really want this pair, but you just no. cannot leave the store without a pair. Yeah, you could tell that money was burning a hole in that nigga pocket. He said, he, fuck it, just bring it on. He 1,000% dresses like the money is bowling, burning a hole in their pockets. And it's hilarious. And you're like, bro, just chill. Like, the YouTube money going to be there. Come back to the store in two weeks right, and see bro. what they got next time. Yeah. You don't need to buy a creamsicle orange polo striped shirt with the creamsicle orange shorts. You just don't need both. Damn, fuck that yeah. bitch who talked about our views on our YouTube page. Yeah, bro. I fuck her unless she's listening. And then welcome if she's listening. Uh, I mean, w- welcome, but then fuck you too. <laughs> like, turn it off right here. You don't got to listen to the rest of this. <laughs> Can, can I talk to you about my anxiety, bro? My anxiety is cranked up right now. Maybe you can calm me down. Um, no, bro. and first I want I want to pause right here before sure, you please. talking about your anxiety because you know again I I do this shit and it'll lend right to what the fuck we're talking about, right? So like I am still catching up with old episodes of the podcast. I'm almost okay. to November, guys. We're, we're chugging our <laughs> we're chugging our way right along. We are getting there. You're a um, huge fan of what we do around here. I, I am. I'm a very huge fan. And like, because I'm such a huge fan, bro, like, I, again, I've had this kind of like, there's a couple podcasts, like, I've I've definitely caught back up with Joe now at this point, but like, there's oh, a few other podcasts that I listen to where it's like, damn, do I like, do I bite the bullet and skip them and just get back to real time? And it's like, yeah. even with my own podcast, I can't do it, bro, because... What the fuck did I say? And not for nothing, mm-hmm. my wife be listening to these joints and she's behind, but she's further ahead of me in being behind. So now uh, I really got to like hone in and figure out what the fuck I've said, even though I know sure. I ain't said nothing crazy, but like I still like to be accountable. It's still nice to know what the and, fuck you said though, because I think we've both gotten a lot better yeah. on being truthful in what we for say. Sure. But you still want to know what the fuck you said. Still. I want to know. I want to know what I said, not for nothing. I still have a very good laugh at this podcast when I listen back because I really just ran past the episode about you reminding Steph and when you were mean to him five years prior, bro. And I had the, the same laugh I had on the podcast I had in real life early this morning, bro. So, like, it's shit like that that I have to go back and listen to. And, and now I'm back on, like, it's the lineage that fucks me up, right? Because, of course, I know in real time what we talked about. So now I'm at the part where you've just stolen the bike from the store with the wrong tag. <laughs> Don't use that word. Don't say <laughs> You know why right? you're frightening me with that word, though? Because I've been thinking about that lately. And I'm like, I got to stop doing that. Because I'll be watching, like, real quick. And I'll be like, fast. I'll be watching, like, uh, police body cam videos now and so many people get arrested for doing exactly that i'm so scared i'm next so i'm i'm not doing that no more oh, it's shit. so that that's where i'm at but like now i'm already building anticipation for you running into the little boy getting hit and you buying the helmet like i'm already ready to laugh right and i know that's what's coming so you know i'm a fan of lineage right but i say all of that to say bro you really are a fire podcast like you really <laughs> Three and months I don't behind, like, I'm a yeah, fan of yours. I'm, I'm such a fan of yours, bro. Jesus Christ! Like I hope I catch you in the comments, bro, because oh. you are so good at what you do, fam. My and phone like, is literally lighting really, up with YouTube notifications <laughs> as we record this. It's crazy. I really, I really felt it. Like I meant to say it earlier. I know we're not too far in, but I really wanted to pause and really let you know that you are my nigga in this podcast. And this is I'm why we can't we do quit, this bro. together. It's one of those things that gotta be like, God damn, these boys right here, God. Damn. Like I'm. I'm so such a fan of the podcast. I'm looking forward. I haven't even got to the podcast where we podcast in my new setup yet. I don't know what it sounds like, bro. It could like, be better. 
it could it could sound I don't have a clue, but I just love I love it. So I'm here and I'm a fan. I'm anticipating what's coming next, even though I'm li- I'm creating this shit and that's Living crazy it. though. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, I agree with your, the sentiment because I'll be feeling like that too. Like, man, we're kind of high at this shit. But right, okay, bro. so let like me talk to you. Anxiety, please. Let me talk to my to you about my anxiety. Yes. Right. I told you last week that this the coming weekend was when I needed to put my lights up for our day, yep. yearly annual yep. update of my Christmas lights competition. So me and Preston, we did our thing Friday morning. He had us coffee. I got dressed. We hit the road. We went to Lowe's to get our tree, right? We picked our tree out. And this was the last time I did the price tag doing anything. So oh, this that was the last time. one. Last one. And I we got our tree. We went through Lowe's. We got more light decorations. We went to Walmart and got, like, we ended up getting, because my nephew is really into, like, Jack Skellington, Nightmare Before Christmas. And he found the, they had one metal Jack Skellington, like, figurine for Christmas thing. And he, like, really liked it. And I was like, that's in the budget. We can get it. Go ahead and throw it in the cart. Nephew, I know you fuck with Jack. Let's do it. He threw it in the cart. Next thing you know, they got like this big ass four and a half foot oogie boogie inflatable. So I'm like, oh, that shit goes with the Jack Skellington. You want to get that? Because we need more inflatables anyway to go bigger this year for our shit. So we throw that in the cart. Next thing you know, we got a whole Nightmare Before Christmas theme going, right? We got black and white bows. We, we put in a little faux Christmas tree in the front yard. We're going to hang ornaments on it. Like we're going big this year. This year we want to win. Mm-hmm. So we get home, we setting all the shit up, we putting it out. It's freezing cold. The sun then went down, our hands is going numb. We wrapping lights around poles and taping shit. But we're out there going crazy lighting this shit up, bro. When I tell you it came out nice, it came out nice. When we finally got done, we go inside and we talking about it. I'm like, all right, we set all this shit up. It's Friday. Mm-hmm. It's the last weekend before the, the contest gets judged. The contest gets judged. If y'all listening to this on Tuesday, the contest gets judged tomorrow on Wednesday, right? Okay. So I'm like, there's nobody up with lights right now on this Friday evening. Oh, I said, shit. all they got really is Saturday night and Sunday night to put their shit up because I don't see nobody putting up a bunch of big decorations on a Monday, Tuesday evening, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I'm looking around. We got this by a long shot. The people that other people that got lights up, they got a couple little lights in their windows. That's it. We got this by a mile. We setting our shit up. We throwing our trash away. My upstairs neighbor is getting out the car, heading up to his apartment. He looks at us, looks at the thing and goes, nice job, y'all. That looks good. I'm like, thanks, bro. Appreciate it. Goes upstairs, takes his McDonald's bag in, disappears. Mm-hmm. The very next night, this nigga puts out goddamn New York City, Times Square, dancing lights. <laughs> These bulbs are so fucking big and thick. Nigga. Now, he didn't do more than we did, but his lights are at least three times brighter than ours. And I don't mm-hmm. know how he did it. And now I'm terrified that we're going to lose again this year. And when I say terrified, I don't mean like comedy podcast fodder terrified. Like, I'm genuinely nervous that we will lose this thing again this year because we work fucking hard, bro. I spent $200 on lights to try to win this year. I feel like Clark Griswold. Like, now I get it. Now I get what the Griswolds is going through with this shit because this is fucking stressful. When you become a middle-aged dad, this is the kind of shit you worry about. You don't worry about getting into a car accident. You worry about losing the holiday festival lights contest. Clark is the first person I thought about when he was telling this story, big dog. Like I was, I was definitely going to give you the Clark Griswold title, but like, I guess 
my thing is like when when was the last day you had to put up your decorations like or that you could could you have put them up today? I can keep adding up until Wednesday. So why did I mean why did I put them up so early? Yeah, Friday was still <laughs> too early, man. Like, we talked about that. I that's was why like, he man, gave you the that's I why left. he gave you the cute speech. Like, oh, those are cute. It's essentially like leaving too much time on the clock for Tom Brady, Wait, right? Like, time. yeah, you scored the touchdown and you're you up, three minutes, but it's two and a half man. minutes. Yeah, are you crazy? No reason to celebrate yet. I thought about that and I was like, damn, then, bro, we... like, how tight are you with the front office, fam? Are you checking all the leases? You don't know who fucking moved in, fam. Like, the cranks themselves could have moved in, my G. Like, and you you got to go up against that. I'm legitimately scared. Like I re- I think when you come and walk up on our setup and you actually take time and look at it, ours is better because we did more, right? Like we, we got little details and shit. But if you driving past on the street, oh, you only see the upstairs neighbor shit. Like <laughs> they better be slowing down and walking down here to look. Cause if they Bro, do it from their I car, you, we lost. I know we've I know we're good enough. I know you have a picture. You should just send me a picture. I need to be you able want to it right react. now. Absolutely, and that's what I'm saying. I need to be able to react to this in real time, fam, because there's no like. I do, do you have a picture of theirs? Is the question. Why does everybody ask me that? <laughs> shout because, out to, shout out to Sailor Dan, bro. Sailor Dan hit me up, right? And okay, so the other night, me and Preston walked up and down the uh, apartment complex just to look at the other competition, right? We like we got to see what we up against. Like this, the final night was Sunday night. I was like, this is. It. Nobody else is going to put nothing up. We got to see what our competition is. The only competition in the neighborhood is the upstairs neighbor. On our way back from walking around, Sailor Dan just happened to hit me up and he was like, hey, we just rolled by Cat's crib. Hey, is your house the one with all the multicolored lights? I was like, nah, dog, that's the upstairs neighbors. He said his wife said to him in the car, oh, they definitely lost. Oh, no. So no pictures of the upstairs guy. Why do you want to see the upstairs? I need to be able you're to compare because y'all bro. shit is fire, right? But I it's fire if you because you're making me nervous about it, and then now you're responsible about Sailor Dan's wife is making me nervous about she it. She said and I feel they like I definitely lost. Like as in y'all, y'all are as the in day. us, <laughs> y'all are she the day from this. They, they're our friends, and she's talking about us like. That. Mm. I think we lost, bro. I'll send you a picture after the podcast. I'll go outside and send you what they got, bro. Because they they even turning them off during the day, bro. Like, you can't even see them till nighttime. They're going I mean, incognito like, on us, bro. I'm fucking with y'all little blow up over here by the That's tree. That's what I'm like, saying. Oh, shit, fire, right? The tree, like, bro, you might need to, you might need to, like, get some snow, bro. I don't know how you're going to do it, bro. You really might need to. Bro, what you can't see is to the left of our door, we gift wrapped the whole wall and put a bow on it and put a tag that said from Santa. I do. Okay. I see. Oh, okay. That kind of, that kind of turned it. Maybe you need to, but like, you can't see it from far. You got to walk you gotta up. Some, you got to put some lights across them stripes, fam. You got to light too late. It up. I'm not doing nothing else, bro. I already spent well, you don't too much win. money and time. You don't want to win. Now, now we're having a different conversation because before I thought you wanted <laughs> to win. That's why I need to talk to you. Nah, you don't want to get weird. Okay. And do you want to win or not? You're telling me what you ain't going to do. I'm doing what do I can you do. want to win or not? Yeah, I'm doing what I can do from 800 miles away, fam. Like, do you want to win or not? Like, well, here's the thing. You know me. We've been doing this podcast for over three years now. What is the running thing when it comes to me and stupidity? I make the same mistakes over and over and over again. Am I right? Have I not said no, that on correct. on wax before? No, you're correct. Like, maybe, maybe. well, now you can't put no more blow-ups out in front because then they're going to blow away. Cause then it's OD. And it look like we just cheating. Like, oh, these niggas think they can just win by just blow-uping us to death. Yeah, maybe. But, like, I'm fucking with y'all's front door. Again, like, I can't see y'all's competition. But, like, 
this is a this is a ton of effort for me. Like this is probably Bro, I went up I the stairs. Them ain't even our stairs. I put lights on stairs. We don't even have stairs to our apartment. Oh, the green ones is y'all's too. That's ours too. Oh, you wildin', son. You said <laughs> I took the light up the stairs that we don't even use for our apartment, bro. That's oh, not even our stairs. Mary Joy, y'all wrapped the door, y'all wrapped the wall. I'm telling you, the wall, the wall wrapped is fire. I'm not gonna lie. Like the wall wrap is fire. Maybe, maybe next year you really wrap the whole wall, <laughs> like the whole shit in front of y'all shit and the metallic other blue, the door. so you can't miss it. You can't find the neon wrapping paper that you can put out there, fam. I don't, I don't know, know what else but to like do. I think it looked fire, but I can't see y'all's competition and y'all's friends. I'm gonna send it to you. That y'all was gonna lose. Like, <laughs> so and, we'll and, not, for, and not for nothing, they white. So I believe them. Like now, shout bro, out to y'all. White people like, tell the truth. They so. tell the absolute truth. And like, not for nothing. I didn't see any police cam videos of white people switching tags out and getting arrested. So I believe Dan and his wife when they say we probably lost. So we'll let y'all know next week. But keeping with the theme of me making the same mistakes over and over again, I'll tell you, the next the next day I had to like, I went to the gym early. My wife was tired because she got finals coming up and I wanted to pick up food for the family so they wouldn't be like, because, you know, we got family in town and I want nobody like at her about what's for dinner. And I, so I went to Domino's, picked up some little cheap pizzas, even though I don't even like Domino's. I just grabbed some real quick on the way back from the gym, threw it on the table super early. Babe, y'all can eat this all You mean day. to tell me we're ordering pizza that's already cooked? Why can't we have <laughs> Papa Murphy's? So you can cook some more. <laughs> so I, 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 I got the... I put in the order. Another weird thing about fucking Domino's, you know, they be having like the specials where, oh, order online and you can get pizza for $7. Well, I just happened to already be in the parking lot. So I walked into Domino's and I was like, hey, can I get the special? And they're like, now nah, you need to put in the order yeah, on order your phone. Yeah. yeah. So I had to stand in the building across from an actual yeah, worker bro. and order pizza on my don't, phone. We're not going to sidetrack. I don't That's know so if you've stupid. watched this movie yet. Leave the world behind on Netflix. I've I been really... wanting to see it. It's no, on my cat, wish list. Cat. That's another topic, too, for Two this hours. Week. It's two hours and twenty minutes. I'm gonna, give you, I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you quick points, and this is this will put it in perspective I for you because I, I want you to watch it, and I want to talk about it honestly. Okay. I do want to talk about this. Two hours and twenty minutes. When the movie comes on, it's definitely going to give you right out the gate a M Night Shyamalan film. Yes, right? I was hoping so. It, I'm but excited. then, then a little bit into it, it kind of gives you a. It gives you a M Night Shyamalan kind of Jordan Peele esque kind of cross, not in a bad okay. way though. I like those people. I like those And then people. for me personally, when I think about M. Night Shyamalan, I already in the first 10 minutes of this movie, I expected a terrible ending, right? Mm. Rightfully so. If you did not get what the movie was trying to tell you, you I seen it coming. When the ending came, I said, oh, that's it right there. That's like what, right, right before the credits came on, I said, yep, that's it. Because how do you, how do you make that make sense? And it's gone. Bro, when you see it, I'm you're going to... You you're going to fall out of your chair because I talk about this on the podcast. All I'm the time, excited right? for it. See, you got me. There's I was already of, sold. Now I'm super bro, sold. There's a lot of gems to pick up in this movie, and if I because I know you, you gonna get it, fam. So like, okay. please, well, not for nothing. Jordan, Pe- when when you're talking about people that not ending movies well, Jordan Peele, M Night Shyamalan, and you know who I think is the most egregious at this, and I'll be quick about it, Martin Scorsese. He makes yeah. great long movies, but he ends them so terribly. Yeah. Like, the last 30 minutes of Scorsese films be ass. But anyway, yeah. I digress. Yeah. So I'm getting the pizza. I'm getting it home. I had to put in the order. So now I got like 15 minutes before the pizza's ready. And I think to myself, like, well, I need to put gas in the car anyway. No sense in putting the hot pizza in the car and stopping to get gas and letting the pizza get cold. I'll go get the gas while they're making the pizza and come back and swoop the pizza up, right? Mm-hmm. The way that this plaza is set up because there's the Domino's. 
there's the grocery store at Smith's for us, but it's Kroger's for y'all. Mm-hmm. And all, that all shares a big parking lot as well as the gas station. They all share a big parking lot. So so much shit going on. The pet, the parking lot can get kind of chaotic, right? Mm-hmm. And there's a dumpster like in the far back of the parking lot. Well, if you come out of the parking lot in the wrong lane, the dumpster prevents you from being able to see oncoming traffic. So you got to like edge your car out, edge your car out, edge your car out before you can see whether or not somebody's coming, right? So I knew this was coming. Now, I'll be honest. I don't come on here to lie unless it's funny. I was half paying attention because I was like doing shit with my phone and I was driving and I was trying to get my wallet and paying attention to the people. I was taking, a, I was actually taking a note for the podcast too. So I was, this is at least 40% my fault. So I'm edging out. I don't see nothing. I don't see nothing. And then I had edged out to the point where there was like the point of no return. And then there was a car coming. So I had to hurry up and jump out or pull back. Right. And mm-hmm. I'll be honest with y'all. I get annoyed when people poke their car all the way out real, real far and then leave it there. So I was like, I better just go ahead and go. Like, this is going to be sketchy and I'm going to hop out in front of this person. It's going to be uncomfortable, but I'd rather do that than be have my car half poking into the lane and then they have to swerve and avoid me, right? Right. So I did it. I did a little like Christian fucking Catholic cross across my chest because I knew I was wrong. And I went ahead to the gas station. I was like, damn, that was fucked up, bro. I really jumped out in front of bro pretty like egregiously, but Hopefully, you know, they forgive me and they prayers later on the night. So I get to the gas station, hop out my car, flick my little flicky thing, boop, boop, and I unscrew the gas cap. As I'm unscrewing the gas cap, I look over my vehicle and I see <laughs> the truck that I cut off <laughs> is zooming diagonally across the fucking gas station parking lot, giving me the finger out of their passenger door. And they were going like like diagonally across the park, like the gas station parking lot in a way where they were far enough from me to where like, I couldn't like kick their car if I was that kind of nigga. But you could tell they had went way out of their way to make sure they flicked me off. They weren't coming to get gas. They was just following me to give me the fuck you. And then they okay. went against traffic to pull out, like to get away from the scene. And I was just like, why were you that mad? Like, I understand being mad because I fucked up. I'll take full accountability because mm-hmm. I jumped out in front of him. That was wrong of me. But to chase me down, to flick me off, but keep enough separation to where, like, we couldn't fight if he was that mad. It's weird to me. Like, if you're that mad, pull up right next to me and flick me off and roll down the window and give me off. I mean, and see, and this is and this is where we are one in the same. Oh, half-assed I, aggression. I try not to share my crazy stories on the podcast. Maybe I oh, shared the story. Did I, maybe I, I didn't. Yeah, you did. I, I love kinda did. You get, I just did. Listen, I love when yeah. you speak to my level. <laughs> I just did this a couple of weeks ago, though, fam. Like, we was kind of still in the process of, like, coming back and forth out here to where the new house is and shit and, like... It's dark out here at nighttime, fam. Like when it get dark, it bro. Gets southwestern dark. dark skies, yeah, are different. it's different. <laughs> it's way different, fam. So like, it's dark, dark, right? So one of the roads that we usually turn down, like you say, people are people are coming off of this road as well, kind of turning into the traffic that you are kind of coming down the road into. And like this particular time, like I say, it's dark out. Niggas got their headlights on and shit. And like we riding down the road, so like I'm the first car that's coming, you know, kind of to this little which it's an intersection, but like I don't have to stop. They got to stop on the cross traffic. So, like, I'm riding down the whole time, and, like, rightfully so, I'm riding in a way where a nigga should not pull out in front of me, right? So a nigga sat there the entire time, bro, and I shit you not, like, 50 feet, yards, whatever the fucking right measurement is, like, right before I got to the intersection, this nigga pulls out right in front of me and, like, goes slow as shit, dog. Oh like, 
slower than a motherfucker. So like I'm old school. So you know me, I throw the brights on. Wow, that's like, a wild shit. I think. I don't yeah, because I'm in your. Yeah, because I'm in. I'm in your back seat. You know what I'm saying? So like this motherfucker, you know, driving all stuff. Because right, like it's fifty. You can do like fifty, fifty-five miles per hour on this road, fam. So like you pulled out. Like you really risked your life, bro. You lucky I really be paying attention, bro. There's me. something gratifying about lighting a nigga up that did you so wrong with the high beams that all you can see is their <laughs> rearview mirror. Like their rearview mirror is just like one big bolt light it's bulb. A light. Get them, it's bro. a light. Hell yeah, fam. So like you can see all their interior and shit. Yeah, this this nigga pulls off and makes the first right, you know what I'm saying, kind of over into the to the little plaza and shit, but like as they make the right, you can tell they make like a slow right, and they like oh, looking at they me at you. like I did something right, so at first I didn't see it, so like they pull up to the right, I'm like alright, cool, and I go back looking forward, but on my peripheral I seen the slow so I said, oh, oh what? Like, <laughs> nigga, I got my ass over in the right lane with my, went to the light, made the right at the light. Cause you it's didn't a make two more rights, did you? You better believe I made two more rights, my nigga, because they was in the parking lot and I could get back to the parking lot. And they was still kind of like creeping. Clearly, you could tell this person did not know where they was going, like not used to driving in the parking lot, like I, or not used to driving out here at night. I don't know what the fuck it was, but like full blown nigga, I made two rights right back in the motherfucking parking lot. And I drove at them niggas head the fuck on, G. Like, and bro, I got, what is this, Mad Max, nigga? Yeah, bro, I drove at them motherfuckers head on and got real close and they kind of swerved next to me, nigga. And I dropped the window and I dropped the window and that nigga seen it was me. And they skirted off. Because like... That's what I like, though. If you're going to be aggressive, be 100% be aggressive. Don't be passive. Like, don't die no cross me three pumps yeah. away giving me the finger out the window. Like, yeah, bro, come nah, over here like, and give and it I to just, me. Because you know, honestly, I'm not saying come over here and flick me off like I'll beat your ass. I wanted him to come close and flick me off and roll down the window and say, you motherfucker. So I could be like, bro, I'm sorry. I swear to God, that was the energy I had for him. The energy I had for him I mean, in yeah. that moment would have been, bro, I'm... I'm so sorry. That was wrong with me, man. And, My bad. And if you was, if if I'm the nigga coming across the parking lot and you that nigga had that nigga done that to me, we would have been fine at that point. Would you like, have been like, right. you, you're the shotting my fist like my nigga, bro. Uh, thank you, bro. Like, God <laughs> damn. Like, I thank That's you. Like, I God damn. Damn. Bro, God, I'm damn, sorry bro, these days go a long fucking way, though, because you don't hear like, it often. Nobody backpedals nothing. We don't, yeah, we don't got to fight, bro. But like, you know, you was wrong, fam. And like, mm-hmm. you extra wrong for like being mad at, at, at my response. Like, and that was, you know, kind of before I got all of the alerts down here in my new town that these niggas do like to shoot and fight. So, like, they you know, like we just shoot. don't we just don't go nowhere without it now. And it'd it be shots fired, though. That's the thing. It'd be shots oh, fired. Oh, yeah. They're not shooting the kill. They're shooting the yeah, alarm. Nah, they shooting the, yeah, they're shooting the alarm. But they, they do be fighting, though. So, I'm like, shooting I'm the notify. The yeah, no, nah, I'm, I'm with the shits, though. So, like, I hope. But, like, I'm, I'm you know, I'm also not here for that. I don't have the needs for that anymore. Pause if necessary. No, for sure. That's a fact. And back to the Netflix, too, because, you know, we're good enough at this. We can cover two topics yeah. at once. Yeah. Uh, Netflix Doomsday came and went this week. Uh, for those of y'all that share your Netflix password and haven't paid for a few years, oh, the gig shit. is up. Uh, really? I When I say y'all, I'm y'all. Like I'm, <laughs> I, my Netflix is gone because I have been living off a close friend of mine's Netflix for at least five years now. Damn! Now I have to see. sit and make the decision whether or not I'm paying for now. I see you checking. <laughs> I am. Uh, now I mean, you have to make like, the decision whether or not to buy Netflix because you can only have one household on a regular standard account, and I don't think my friends are upgrading the p- premium just to keep paying for us. So I have to make the decision whether I want Netflix. Now I already pay for the Hulu package. I'm okay. not a dirt ball that just won't pay for shit, right? Like, mm-hmm. 
So those of y'all listening, like, Kat, you ain't shit. How you get this new job? You too cheap to pay for Netflix. I got the Hulu package that comes with Disney Plus, Hulu, and uh, ESPN Plus, and I pay it for it. I share that with other people. I also pay for titles, music streaming, and I share that with other people. So I'm... I'm doing the thing where you buy a dozen yeah, donuts for the car behind you. Yeah. I'm doing the thing. You're paying it forward. You're yeah, I'm paying it, paying it forward. Netflix just ain't on the list of things I'm paying for right now. I I'm understand paying. that, but like, see, uh, that's I think that's a folk mentality, bro. We got to get off of that because I bet you run into some rich motherfuckers who'd be like, hell yeah, I watch my Netflix for free. Like, yeah, I got, but how you think you stay mm-hmm. rich, fam? Yeah, you don't you know, stay rich from passing money like, out. Giving it away, hell nah, bro. Like, and again, I just check mine. I'm in the clear, and like again, like I was, have you logged in though? Because it don't tell you till you go to watch something. And they're like, mm, damn, I'm gonna check your emails. I mean, I, I, t- I tap my name, like I'm in, and like it ain't that crazy. Like it's it's only me and my mom on the shit, I guess. Like, and that's still been the one that she didn't had since Netflix first fucking existed. So when um, she logs, so next time she logs in to try to watch something, she might be debunked. I mean, they watch that shit all the time, so I hope not. Okay, I hope y'all good. It's not me hoping y'all bad. I'm hoping y'all good. But I mean, even outside yeah, I gotta of make that, that decision we, got, now. we got one here in the house too. Like we still, I just never moved the one off of my phone because I've always had it. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. So yeah, I, I got to make that decision now. I'll be honest with you. If this would have been four months ago, and Netflix know what they're doing. If this would have been four mm-hmm. m- months ago, it'd have been an easy. Nah, I don't need that. But lately, Netflix lineup been fire, bro. Their reality shows been fire. Their movies been fire. They they trying to get back. So like I might got seven dollars a month for them, but I don't want to get to the point where I'm paying Netflix, I'm paying Tidal, I'm paying Hulu. I don't want to be that guy that got 12 different subscriptions and I'm only watching three of them. Like I really need to make sure I am using the subscriptions that I'm signing up. For. I mean, but that but that's why it's some bullshit that they won't let niggas share it though. Because it's like that that essentially is crazy for me to pay for Netflix, Hulu, Amazon Prime, Disney Plus. Uh, YouTube for the motherfucking NFL, like it's that's cable, like that's, that's cable what, all over. That's again. The, and, and again, I feel like it's cable with I, passwords. That's bro, worse, I, bro. I feel like streaming services and goddamn cable companies need a class action lawsuit against themselves because you can't tell me they in some type of cahoots, fam. Because that There's was no the whole idea of streaming services to like, get away from cable. They, they crucified the niggas from the Fire Stick who gave out all the free fucking content. Like they made us sign up and pay for this shit, and essentially it is just the breakdown of the cable bill now. Like we just paid the breakdown of the. Cable bill when it used to come in the mail it used to be like god damn what's all these charges it's all the streaming services <laughs> how they get you your goddamn cable tv fam so like this is what you pay for now and it's getting outrageous because again it's like what is the fucking pl- we've been bamboozled because they they really sold streaming services on get away from all these commercials fam and then mm-hmm. they thought they, and then they gave us the commercials. ads yeah. yeah they call them ads these are not commercials these are ads like what the fuck is a commercial my nigga like <laughs> stop playing with me um so like it's 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 all deception um and i really <clears throat> But that's why people like um, Tubi win, right? Because, fam, I truly do. I don't know if you've ever watched a movie on Tubi. Like, it'd be some bullshit on Tubi. But Tubi actually houses, like, real movies as well. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can watch some real, like, box, you know what I'm saying? Box office might be on there. For sure. 187 might be on there. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can watch some real legit movies with some real legit people in there. And, like, I enjoy watching Tubi because, like, when they break for the ad, it's one ad. Fam, it's not a minute and a half long. It's not two minutes. It's about 30 seconds. I hate that. And, but like, it's 30 seconds and they cut it right in between like a scene switch. You know what I'm saying? So, so like, a good you, spot. it's in a great spot. You get right back to, you almost forget that you had to watch an ad that fast. Like, nice. and, it, and it's not overbearing and you get to, and, it, and it's free. And like, 
again, things change, but like that's kind of what Tubi is selling a platform off of. Like, hey, we free and we always gonna be free. Like, you ain't never gonna have to pay for this. And I like, like because of the way I I think they really mastered the science behind how you put your ads in between the shit because everybody else does it fucking wrong, dog. I, know, I do the action, I get out of here. Do not want to watch two and a half minutes of ads, dog. Why? Because that's a commercial break. And at least keep it true to that. Like, hey, dog, we'll just give you two joints that come out to like 45 seconds, if that. But like, no, you niggas are at this point giving me a full run. Y'all giving me Tide. Y'all giving me goddamn General Electric. Bro. Y'all giving me LG. Giving y'all me giving me the NBA. Yeah. Got no pet food all in one fucking sitting, fam. And it's like, this is this is what I didn't sign up for, fam. Yeah. So like, they that's bullshit. I hate it. I definitely got to figure it out, bro. Like, I, I'm thinking on it because, again, Netflix, they really are winning the reality show uh, Olympics right now. So, Nicholas they really the only ones doing it. They got it. Yeah, they got it. Yeah, they, I, I mean, that's not their fiance, but I'd yeah. rather watch what Nick and J- Vanessa doing than 90 I mean, fiance. but them is really the only two networks that's really holding it down on the reality shows right now the Netflix and the fucking TLCs. And if, yeah, if they Ray J, get back to... out there, bro. We need Ray J back. <laughs> Throw your hat back in the ring, dog. What are we doing, sir? Bro, so uh, keeping with that, so my life has been chaotic. I'm stressed out about lights. Uh, I don't have Netflix. Uh, I'm getting flicked off in traffic. And not only that, I was at the gym this past uh, Thursday, right? Not like I went straight off uh, after work like I normally do and shit and did my little workout. And I have to take all my stuff off from work. So I got my glasses, my wallet, my watch, my wedding ring, my bracelet, my jewelry, my this, my that. I usually stuff it in my front-facing pocket, oh, my zip. That's what the young fellas call a kit. You got to put your kit away. Yeah, I got to put... Yeah. I like that. See, the young niggas got... I like Riz and I like kit. They got some yeah, shit I yeah, like. Yeah. yeah, I don't like ops as much, but Riz and kit, I like both of them. <laughs> so I put the shit in my little front-facing pocket and I zip, zip my shit up so I can work out. And I always face my zipper away from the public so nobody's tempted to go in my zipper. I'll still so I, I talk shit about my wife zipper. locking well I talk shit about my wife locking the door, but I'll be zipping my gym bag. Ain't nobody gonna steal from me in this town. You know what I mean? But I still fucking do it right. What's two more seconds to turn my bag on? And that's probably how she views it, honestly. What's two more seconds to lock the door where you could just lock that that part you never know, bro. Everybody's not subscribed to the newspaper up there on the mountain, so they don't get some people don't get the news that this is a crime free town. Black guy. They don't get the news about the black guy in the town. Or honestly, maybe it's me committing crime and I'm the problem. But I digress. I, I put my shit in there. I worked out and I was getting my shit out. Now, I usually wear my Beats headphones to cover the ears joints, right? Because there's a lady mm-hmm. that works out that be grunting real loud. She's a power lifter. She'd be like, Rah! like she'd be yelling loud as fuck. So I have to wear it over the ears. If no I don't way. want my Warren G and Nate dog interrupted while I'm on the elliptical machine, I got to wear it over the ears. I can't do buds in the gym because she'd be yelling loud as fuck, nigga. So I had my headphones on and I was getting my shit, right? I put my car keys in there and I normally grab my car keys out, zip my shit back up. And I don't bother to pull my jewelry back on. I throw my gym bag around my shoulder and I go to the car. I'm going right home. Right. I get home. I start debagging my kit. I pull out my wallet. I pull out my glasses, put my wedding ring back on. I pull out my keys, hang them up on the loop. And then I do the thing where you put your hand down in the pocket and you swivel, swivel, swivel for everything else. And I'm like, hmm. Where's my $1,000 Miami Cuban link bracelet? Where the fuck mm. is that at? Mm. And at first I thought, calm down. It's in here. You've done this before. Like I've done this with my wedding ring before. It didn't thoroughly check the pocket. And it was actually just tucked off in a corner. Then I extra punched the corner to feel around. And 
I still didn't feel my bracelet. Then I really fisted that bag really, really, really hard. I fisted that bag good, bro. And then I didn't feel my bracelet. And it was at that moment that my heart sunk. And I thought to yeah. myself. That's when the panic starts setting in. See, for me, the panic of losing something, it's not in I don't know where it is. It's in I am such a stickler for routine. I know exactly where my things are all the Bam. time. I have a routine. I sure. It ain't like I'm thinking like, damn, did I put it in my bag or did I leave it on the and sink bro, in the bathroom? I'm no, sure. I know I put it in my bag. I'm sure you a nigga like me, right? So it's only like really one of two places anything that you ever own could possibly be, right? Anytime my those, stuff is misplaced, it's in two places. And, and when those and when those things are not in those two places, I don't know if you're like me, bro, but then like you go into a frantic looking for your things and you don't say anything to anybody. So now I think my wife has recognized when this happens to me, bro, because she'd be like, she stops what are you looking What's for? going on? Yeah, exactly. like... <laughs> I'm doing so, way too much moving. I'm causing a tornado around Let me here. tell like, you about you your life for? and how I was, how your <laughs> life was living through me because that's exactly how it happened. I'm, yeah. I'm going through my bag. I'm, I, I must have turned pale ghost white because my wife happened to walk into the room while it was happening. She was like, what's wrong? And I was like, I, at, this time, at this point, I couldn't even respond to her. I immediately just started going, fuck, fuck, <laughs> fuck, fuck, fuck. Because I knew, I knew where my bracelet was. Because sure. I am I so I systematic, I take off each each piece one at a time. Watch, it's de- it's deliberate. Green. Like I, it's deliberate. I am almost wow. talking to myself Bang. as I'm doing this. Like bam, bam. like I, I don't know put, for sure. I don't take it all off and crumble it up in my hand and stuff it in like like a fucking animal. Ring bag, watch bag, wallet Very bag, deliberate. glasses Very bag. Deliberate. Very deliberate. So it was in that moment that I knew. I said. I said out loud. I said. Nah, that bracelet didn't fall on the floor because I would have heard it fall on the floor. It's metal and the gym floor is concrete. I would have heard it fall. Or even at that moment, as you were looking through your things, you would have remembered hearing a noise that you never checked on. I t- remember I told the story about yes. my grill the one time. I remember being immediately in the parking lot. You'd have been like, there was a weird noise. Like, I dropped it. And I never checked it. But here's here's the here's the Law and Order SVU slow motion moment, though. <laughs> Wes, here's the slow motion SVU moment where I was about to shit on myself. When I was recollecting as I was reaching for my keys to go back to the gym or figure mm-hmm. out if I was going back to the gym, I remembered I had my over-the-ear noise cancellation headphones on. If it fell, I couldn't have heard it. You never heard it. Mm. It was when I I realized I had my headphones on still, I was like, I dropped my bracelet at the gym when I pulled my fucking car keys. And I literally said that and stormed Mm. out the door. Now, mind you, by this time, all the traffic coming from the laboratory is backed up, right? Because this town, everybody knows, if you go down Central One Direction between 5 and 6.30, it's going to take you 30 minutes to get two oh, blocks. Man. So now I got to break my bike out the shed and I got to ride down to the <laughs> Swear to God, I thought about it. Swear to, if it wasn't zero degrees outside, I thought about riding my bike back to the gym. And I'm, I'm calling my wife. I'm like, babe. Now I can finally talk and tell her what's going on. I'm like, babe, I can't find my bracelet. I think I left it at the gym. While I'm in the car headed back to the the gym is two and a half minutes from my house. I'm like, right. while I'm heading back to the gym, can you please just go through my bag and check every crevice of my bag? Because mm-hmm. she's far better at looking for shit than I am. Can you right. please check my bag for me while I'm headed? She's like, sure, baby, I got you. So she's doing that. I got her on speakerphone while I'm trying. I'm honk, 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 honk. Come on, motherfucker. 
draw. I'm trying to get back to the gym, and I'm you I'm saying to my wife, ran to the gym, nigga. That is crazy. Bro, I'm saying to my wife on speakerphone. I'm I'm literally saying to her, "There's no way my bracelet's at this fucking gym. Somebody took that. It's gone. It's gone. I just keep saying it's gone. It's gone. My shit is gone. It's gone. It's fucking gone. It's gone. It's gone. It's gone. I'm accepting the fact that it's gone. I'm already thinking like, damn, how much money out of my savings account am I willing to spend to get another bracelet? Because I like one thing. One thing about me. And I think me and you have talked about this maybe barbershop times, maybe not on a podcast, but this is how fucked up my mind works, right? Anytime I've ever had something that's a materialistic item that I really, really like or have always Mm -hmm. wanted or in your kit items, right? Like your favorite Mm -hmm. ring Mm -hmm. or your favorite necklace or anytime I acquire things that I've always wanted, I've always wanted a nice Cuban bracelet. So when I finally got one, swear to God, when it arrived in the mail and I opened it and put it on for the first time... I looked at it on my wrist and I said, it's going to be a sad day when I, when I don't have this one day. Because I'm either going to lose it, get robbed for it, it's going to break. Something's going to happen because nothing is forever. So mm-hmm. like part of me in my mind parts ways with it as soon as I get it because I value it too much. It's like you God value damn. this too much, so you need to start coming to terms with this item is not forever. So you need to be pre-sad now for the I mean, day to finally come for you to not have the bracelet. I mean, ain't that what ain't that the rule in Carlito's way? You know, don't don't fall in love with nothing you can't walk away from in thirty seconds or less, player. So like, you doing you doing the right thing ultimately, like, and that's you knowing yourself. Like so me, I get it. I need to know myself well like, enough to disconnect. I did and, that with. Remember my fly ass circle glasses I used to have when I worked at the barbershop. I, I used to always get compliments them, on nigga. I, I was knew, sad. bro. By the third compliment I got on them glasses, I was like, I'm gonna break these one. Bruh, day. We'll <laughs> I'm gonna break these that. one days because they're too nice, and I could not find them again. As soon as you said that, I remember when you told that story about Could not find I said, me. no way. Like, because you just called him, you said, I lost my glasses, nigga. I said, you knew no. exactly which ones. I said, ones. <laughs> like, no, not, not, you, you can't tell me you're talking. Because they were but the like, perfect circle. And like, again, that's, that just goes to show you that value was different to people. And of course, there could mm-hmm. be literal value, right? Because you telling your story makes me think about when I was home, right? So we went down to, um, we went down to Arena District area to see John Vianne in the restaurant and get some food and shit shout like that. Shout out John Vianne. I don't she's probably going to listen to this, but we need to make uh, her so she can get her yeah, shout Yeah, pr- probably not. Yeah, we, yeah, for sure. We can tell her, hey, listen to this part and then tell everybody. Um, <laughs> but like, we went and we parked in the parking garage across the street, right? So like, go park, you know, get the shit with the Wublase skip, go to the restaurant, go eat. The best, Eat, you know, pat, the best. Yeah, for sure. Shout out Jean Vier again. For sure. Uh, Jess, make sure Jean Vier hears this. For sure. Creole to go. You know what I'm saying? If y'all don't know about it in Columbus, Ohio, fuck with it. Two locations, you know, all that shit. All but right. um, we go down there, we eat, and we leave, and we go to go back to the car. You know what I'm saying? So, like, Jessica had drove, and she took my son, and then it's me and my wife, and we was about to go back. I think I pick up Mo kids, whatever the fuck we was about to go do, right? But, like, get back, go to the machine um, to go pay for the parking. And like, cannot find the ticket anywhere on. And it's one of those things, right? When you listen, this is what I'm saying, right? So it's one of those things, like when you go in and when you get to, I'm so deliberate about these things, like yo, ah, right here in my pocket, like not gonna lose this because who has time for shit like that, right? So on the way back, I'm patting the fuck out of my pockets, and like it's one of those things where, like, fam, you only got four pockets, G. You can't, you can only check these motherfuckers (laughs) so much. Four pockets six times. there bro like i can tell you right now it's not there so like get back to the thing i'm like well fuck it like let me just see what this thing is talking about for the lost ticket like it can't be crazy man i tapped that motherfucker that thing had to say something like 80 90 dollars fam for and i was only down there for like a for like an hour hour and a half like i was like oh no like i'm i'm okay but i'm not that okay yeah like, yeah for sure i don't I got, got that 80, so i'm like i right. i'm like uh you know how many months of netflix that yeah. is man? 
yeah, my sister, my sister was good. So I gave my wife the keys. And like, as I'm giving my wife the keys, I'm, you know, going back to the car thinking about, oh, cause that was my first thought. I'm like, all right, fuck it. I'm just going to go down, grab another ticket. And I just come back up and we'll just do it that way. Right. Yeah. No, they already thought about that too, fam. They're really, really smart. They have sensors built into the ground. You can't, the just, stand on it. can't just stand on it, bro. You're not heavy enough. You don't, you, don't, you don't register as a vehicle. And then Holy what you're going to do is steal it from an actual car that's coming through, bro. Like, shit can, can get can crazy. Come, hey, can six of y'all come over here and stand with me real quick? <laughs> I need to fix something. Like, it's a wild situation to kind of get through it, right? So, like, at this point, I done went down to, like, two different things to, like, see if I can pull this off. It's not working. So, like, then the light bulb goes off in my head. It's got to be back in the restaurant. Like at that sure. point, I then remembered like pulling something out of my pocket, and I was like, "I bet you." I pulled out. Nigga. I pulled out of my pocket far too recklessly. It came Way out of too my recklessly, pocket. Fam went right back in the restaurant. This fucking parking ticket is literally sitting right in right front of where the you register. were sitting to eat. No, right in front of the register, nigga, where people like pay wow. for their fucking food, bro. I got footprints on it and everything, fam, because nice. motherfuckers have stepped on this ticket and it has not gone anywhere. I just went right back in, picked it up. Went back over to the parking lot. But again, it's one of those things like you got to be like mm. cognizant. Because if you weren't deliberate about your doing, moves, you wouldn't be able would, to trace it back to the counter. Bro, I would have broke a fucking fucking parking thing down at the fucking Reno District parking garage, fam, in a rental broke, car. You would have broke, no the, fucking, broke the, yeah. the, down, the orange parking bar just like you was in a fucking uh, Eddie Murphy 80s action movie. Or... Or again, I'm I'm such a real nigga. Like I would have just went down there and pressed the button. Like, hey, fam, like y'all gotta let me out. <laughs> let me out. Or, like man. I'm just, or I'm just gonna be here. Like well, I don't know. Like I lost my ticket, fam. I went to go eat. Like w- f- find y'all's cameras. Do what y'all gotta do. I really don't care. Like, but I'm about to sit here, fam. Y'all gotta let me out. I'm not paying sixty, eighty dollars. If y'all want to bring me a ticket down here for like twenty bucks, I'll pay that. But like, you not? I'm not paying ninety. Ticket, that's too much. Bro. No way. Uh-uh. So. I mean, we are the same nigga, which is why we're both deliberate and we both do this podcast, right? I, I'm in traffic. I'm almost to the uh, to the gym. I park the car in the first available, park, available parking spot. I don't got time to be looking for a good one or a close Andy one, nigga. Capernaum, first thing open, skirt. I pull around. I check the front door. Of course, it's after five, so the front door is locked. So now I need to literally jog around the building to the back door and boop with my fucking 24-hour fitness pass, boop, to get in the building. And when I walk into front, when front I walk into the gym, on it. fam, when I walk in the gym, to my horror, it's packed in there. It's packed. I'm talking about it is slammed. Every machine got a sweaty man on it. It ain't even packed with women. Because I was thinking to myself, like, well, if it's a bunch of women, then a, a, a woman might not steal a gold bracelet off the ground as quick as a nigga might, right? It's right. all. 30 plus year old men in this gym, it's packed in here. I'm like, my shit is gone. It's gone. Mm-hmm. Well, let me go ahead and walk to where my bag was just to see. I get halfway through the building. I can already see the floor of where my bag was, and there's nothing on the floor. I'm like, well, that's the only place it could be because I know it wasn't in the bathroom when I changed into my gym clothes because that ain't how I moved. I'm deliberate right. about my movements. Mm-hmm. So I finished the walk anyway, walk back there into the corner just to make sure it didn't get kicked under a bench or something, look all over the floor, nothing. Just so happened in this same corner is the little lost and found basket. Fuck it, bro. Peyton Manning, Hail Mary, Eli Manning, New York Giants, helmet, catch, pass. Let's check the lost and found. I'm already here and I'm already mad. What's one more thing? Bend over, look in the lost and found, and there is my motherfucking bracelet. Praise praise God for Los Alamos. And praise white folks for being honest, right. bro. Because all I could think as I reached in there to pull my shit out and put it back on my arm was... I would have took this. I would have <laughs> took it. <laughs> I, there, 
Bro, and, and, and here's another thing that's kind of silly to me, right? When I was shopping for the bracelet, I had a decision to make. And you're a gold jewelry man. Well, not necessarily mm-hmm. always gold, but you're a jewelry man. Right, right. I had a decision to make when I ordered the bracelet in the first place. I remember saying to myself, now, this is how much money I want to spend on a bracelet. I could spend that money on a solid gold bracelet, or I could get the size I want for a bit of a hollowed out bracelet. Still mm-hmm. gold, still valuable, but the size I wanted would have been more feasible at the price. I would have had to go down two or three sizes to get it solid. I'm like, well, who the fuck cares if it's solid? I'm not in eighth grade no more where niggas going to be like, take it off, let me wait. <laughs> yeah, let me see. Let me, let me see yeah, your stand. I'm, I'm too grown for that, bro. Like one right. day, maybe I'll have the money for the solid bracelet. Maybe I won't. Maybe it won't mm-hmm. matter to me ever, right? Like who the fuck mm-hmm. cares? It's, it's for the nice look. I've always went along, whatever. I was okay. So I went ahead and got the thing. And I remember like, I mean, it don't feel that light. You know what I mean? Like, you can tell that it's hollowed out a bit, but it ain't super hollow. Like, it ain't frail to where, like, if you look at it wrong, it'll bend. It's still got some chunk to it. It just ain't all the way completely solid. And I thought to myself, I was like, I bet you, had this not been hollowed out a little bit, a motherfucker would have picked this up and felt how chunky it was, and probably the probability of it getting taken would have been higher. I bet you the motherfucker saw this on the ground, picked it up, thought it was fake, and tossed it in the basket. Just I mean, based on how high, light it was. A high potential, but I wouldn't give a mother a fuck. Thank God for the drink steal my shit, my nigga. Thank right, you. Right, for sure. For sure. No, yeah. I was super thankful. But you know me, I, I got to overthink you everything. Overthink I was it. like, a motherfucker well, probably picked this up and was like, this is fake. It ain't worth it. And threw it in the basket, not realizing. Like, do that make you fly or do that like give you a demerit? Like, damn, my shit wasn't fly enough that a nigga <laughs> fly enough to, to steal? Like, you ain't- <laughs> well, that's why you do the podcast with me because I thought about that. I was like, damn, is this a win for real or a loss? I don't really know how to feel. I'm glad I got my shit back. Yeah, I'm nah, glad they didn't like, know. No, that's, that's a joyous feeling. I told you, I know I told the one story one time about when I was high, you know, un- high and drunk, you know, kind of underage at the bar. And I remember like caking on the phone outside the bar and I lost my glasses and I remember waking up the next morning being so sad because I lost my favorite pair of sunglasses and like on some humbug shit, kind of the same way that you did. Like, man, let me go back over here and see if my glasses over here and praise God. They was right up against the curb, untouched, unscathed. Nice. See, like it'd be moments like that when like, you know, somebody saw your shit, but they just was like, eh, it ain't worth it. Just go. I don't know. This one was so beautiful. I don't even know if nobody's seen. Not even touched. When I tell you you right where the grass meets the curb is where my sunglasses were laying, like kind of right. So like you you literally got to like damn near be standing over that motherfucker to see him, dog. I was so happy. Nice. So yeah, I I ain't gonna lie, bro. I I got right on the phone with my wife to let her know it was fucking here. I found it. I got it back. She was like, man, this town, like, I told her, like, it was in the lost and found. Somebody picked it up and put it in the lost and found. I literally was like, I need to talk to one of the workers here because it was after hours, so there was no workers there. But, like, I'm really motivated to get with one of the workers and try to track down who put my shit in the lost and found so I can cash out them a little a couple dollars or something, bro. Because that's a big fucking L, bro. Like, I was not ready to take that L that way. It's just good karma, man. You just got to just gotta. Do I deserve this. good karma, though? I thought about that on my way to the car, too. Like, I mean, do I deserve you, this? Are I don't you a terrible... Do. I don't think you would t- I know we tell terrible stories here, bro, but you're not a terrible I'm dude. I'm not a terrible person, <laughs> but just the fact that I thought to myself, had that been me, I don't know if I would have turned it in. That's terrible, bro. That's terrible. Like, I don't think really, I deserve a good I guess you really got to think about it, bro. Like, you and the life that you live right now. I always now, turn wallets back in. in. I'll I mean, say fuck that. A wallet. Anytime let's I've call ever it, found a wallet, let's, call, in, let's call it the same bracelet, bro. You, as the person that you are today, mm-hmm. in the position that you are in, you find this bracelet 
do do you take this bracelet? Not only take this bracelet because of the nigga that you are, bro. Every time you put this fucking bracelet on, you're going to think about finding it at the gym. Whose bracelet it was? Are they looking for the bracelet? Yeah, like bro, you. So there's no way. What's so foul about you being right is my bracelet has a very distinctive kink in it from me closing it too hard in my gym bag one day. Very distinctive kink. If I ever saw a nigga with my bracelet and I was able to get him to stop and look at it, oh, it would be so. But warm, I'm just bro. saying, like, even without you, be, a nigga like me would think the same thing, bro. Like, I ain't gonna. It would literally have to be like I don't even know what kind. Like, I can't even justify nothing in my brain right now to like outside. But like, money is different. Like, if I just find a wallet of money, fam, that don't have no identifier. Yeah, I ain't got no. Like money. again, like your wallet and shit. I'm definitely gonna return your wallet. I turn the wallet with all the money in it, bro. I don't even check. I don't I look through the wallet. If I see a wallet, I'll turn that bitch right. That's back. what I'm saying. Like, I can't imagine how fly like a piece of jewelry would have to be to make me be like, oh shit. Like, I particularly in the gym too, where I be all the time. Like, yeah, because like, I'm giving a nigga the same credit as me, dog. Like, nah, a nigga gonna come back looking for it, especially if it's fly. Like, somebody gonna come back looking for this, bro. Like, cause I would. Mm. This is my shit. I, will come I bet you the person that found life. it and put it in the basket was still in there when I came storming through the gym. They, I probably looked like I was looking for my bracelet. Yeah, prob- probably so. And like, again, like I think it's it's once you get old, like, cause that's some kid shit. Some kid, yeah. I'll just steal your shit and I'll rock your shit, nigga. I'll put it on the <laughs> pictures, nigga. This will be a part of my identity for the rest of my life, nigga. Fuck your shit. Like, as a grown man, like, you can't be walking around with another nigga because it's going to fit. Yeah, You're going to feel right. like another nigga has got his arm around you all night <laughs> if you rocking another nigga necklace, dog. <laughs> bro, why don't we talk more about wearing another nigga's uh, pieces? Bro, come on. So, so wearing, uh, wearing a coat that somebody else might have previously owned is a different thing. But yeah. accessories, you're right. Like, accessories are character-building items. So it's like, it is like walking around with like, a nigga's arm around you to be wearing somebody like else's bracelet even, that you didn't pay like, for. And, 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 and not a knock to the nigga, but it was kind of weird. Like, Hove was walking around wearing J Electronica's chain for a long time. I didn't like, like that. Hey, like dog, it. why is you doing that? Like, like, <laughs> like why is you like, I get it. I, it. I know why you're doing it because I know what the what the piece is. But like, hey, why is you wearing that man's chain, dog? Like, that's you not that's not that's not a good look for you. No. I, I, and again, like, but is it, though? Like, that's almost like money bag. Yo, giving your Gotti like well, that's gifted, game. gifted and true, having true, somebody and else's true, swag true. on you. Ill, ill-gotten is a different True. vibe. Because right? even that's kind of like nasty because I know, I think Lil Baby talked about it with P, like, you know, he was shouting P out, talking about some, you know, from back when I used to wear your chains and your watches and shit. Like, that's nasty. That's still, it's still like, it's, yeah, I understand why it, it you nasty. had to do it when you had to do that. And like, shout out to you for like moving past that and acknowledging it still. But like, that's nasty. It gives like, nasty for sure. I don't know. I don't know if I would let a nigga like give me his jewelry and be like, hey, rock this. I'd be like, nah, why don't you just give me one? Or so, like, I'll wait. So as my phone blows up from YouTube comments still, let's talk more about things that don't belong to you, right? I got some more things that don't belong to you talk. <laughs> a couple of weeks ago, I came on here and said, on record, if LeBron James's Lakers win the in-season tournament, it will be a bad look for the tournament as a whole because people hate LeBron James so much to hey. where if he wins the trophy, it'll just become, hey. well, Michael Jordan never gave a fuck about no insert season ding, tournament ding, trophy. Ding, ding, ding. And nobody will respect the tournament or the trophy. Two weeks later, he fucking wins the tournament, wins the trophy, and everybody's got some foul shit to say about my nigga's accomplishments. But if he didn't try to win the trophy, then the argument would have been Kobe's killer instinct would have made him win anything. Any hardware, Kobe would have wanted it. Niggas right. ain't got the killer instinct. He would have yeah. always wanted to win. So LeBron just can't win for losing unless you're a fan of his. I'm totally fine with accepting that. But what I did want to come on here and talk to you about was 
I actually watched the championship tournament game against the Lakers and the Pacers. I don't know if you saw it, but you could probably even lend your uh, thoughts on this, right? I was watching the game. Mm-hmm. It was a great game by the Lakers. Uh, LeBron James had been performing well through the entire tournament, but Anthony Davis, very uncharacteristically of him, had a monster game in the championship tournament game. The nigga had like 42 points, 20 rebounds, five assists, and like four blocks. He had a monster game. Mm -hmm. And then after the game, it had to be decided who was going to get the MVP of the tournament trophy. And I, the, the announcers was making it very, like, adamant to explain, hey, the MVP tournament trophy goes to the person that performed best throughout the entire tournament, not right. just tonight. And I right. think they was trying to allude to, like, hey, if it was just tonight, this would be AB's trophy for sure. Right. But because it spans over the entire tournament, it has to go to LeBron because I think he averaged, like, 25-plus points every night. When, you know, AD had some nights where the nigga only had like 12, 13, 16 or some shit. Right, so right. you're talking about the span of the tournament, easily LeBron. If you're talking about that night, easily AD. They end up giving the trophy to LeBron. Now, I am a body language watcher, and I love to assume things about people <laughs> I don't know, right? Y'all know that about me. I was watching the game, and I was watching the after-game ceremony. And I, listen, I would be lying if I didn't say, I kind of <laughs> noticed that it looked like Anthony Davis was hating on LeBron a little bit for winning the MVP because I think he felt like he deserved it. And if you watch the body language, AD is like being real distanced from LeBron during the ceremony and the presenting of shit. And like LeBron, like when they was handing out the tournament champion hats, LeBron just kind of tossed it across the court to AD. I seen it, like it man. wasn't really a whole lot of camaraderie. Like it, niggas wasn't hugging and shit and armor right now. I get it wasn't the finals. But it looked really cold between them two after mm-hmm. they won the game. Like, I could see on AD's face that he – now, I'm not knocking him for thinking he should have deserved the trophy. If you're a winner, that's kind of the attitude I want him to have. Mm-hmm. I want you to think you should deserve the MVP at all times. I like that from Kyrie when him and LeBron played together. When LeBron and Kyrie played together, you couldn't tell Kyrie Kyrie was not better than LeBron. You kind of need that mentality to exist in LeBron's space. For sure. But – I think it went a little further than with AD. Like, I was getting hate fumes off of him, and I think that's very interesting (laughs) when it comes to LeBron particularly because I think he has a history of playing with teammates that don't like him. I think a lot of people LeBron have played with do not like that nigga just because he sucks up so much air out of the room, right? Like, you can't be on LeBron's team, around LeBron or anything without just being in his shadow. He casts too and big like, of a shadow for people. Yeah, but like they gotta they gotta look at themselves, right? Because LeBron is a nigga who, at the end of every season, has either met or exceeded expectation of whatever year he's in, fam. So like, that's what you you're you're not necessarily bowing down to the nigga who he has become. You are bowing down to the amount of feats that he has put through all those years. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, again, this is year what 19 or 20 for this nigga. Like, 21. this shit is unheard of, dog. Like. What they said, this nigga was the first player to score like 30, 10, and 5 in like 22 minutes or something. Like, you know, yeah, he's like, why are you still setting records with Braves in your beard? Regardless of how you feel about the nigga fam, like, that shit is incredible, G. Like, and for as long as, like, it, it's crazy that 20 years later, the hate still, like, does not stop. It's the same like, type of hate, I too. Don't, like. I don't remember niggas doing this to Jordan. Like, and of course, Jordan didn't exist for this long, but even like after you win so many back to back, like niggas wouldn't, nigga, he didn't have the Floyd Mayweather kind of 
thing that that people do to Floyd Mayweather and the LeBron James is like, oh, we waiting for your ass to lose now. Like niggas was like, yo, this nigga's a winner. We love his mentality. We hope he just keeps winning. And this nigga just quit on y'all. And y'all still hold this nigga <laughs> to a high regard. But the nigga who has taken care of his body for 20 years, 20 years. and just is Avery Johnson, I love basketball. And, and bro, I and the nigga takes all basketball. the hate from the fans and he just keeps coming back for more. Like, you know how many motherfuckers be quitting a sport for getting a fraction of the hate that he gets on a day-to-day basis, bro? Niggas wake up, brush their teeth, and debate LeBron for a living. LeBron is potentially going to be a commissioner of the NBA one day, and I need everybody to be prepared for that. Like, <laughs> it's going to be a don't go, regime for yeah, some of y'all. If he don't go the owner, you know, kind of team owner route, like if he don't go the coach route and shit like that, like LeBron James will probably be a commissioner of the NBA, and you niggas like will have to deal with whatever the fuck he thinks up at the time. I mean, whether you have him as your GOAT, top three, top five, or outside your top ten because you hate him so much, you cannot say that he doesn't live, breathe, eat, and sleep basketball. For you sure. cannot say that about him. You can say that you think he's overrated. You can say he doesn't have killer instinct. You can even call him a crybaby. Whatever you want to say negative about the man, you cannot say that he doesn't live for the sport. <laughs> and and again, I don't – not that I've, like, canceled basketball out of my brain, right, but I'm just so, like, locked into football um, and, like, the, you know, kind of the strategy behind playing football. Like, not that there isn't strategy in basketball, but, like – it's it's that, much more that, chess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that shit is crazy over there. But, like, it's just not as enjoyable to watch for me. Like, it's cool. But, like, I also, like, it's hard for me to see slavery when I look at basketball some days. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I ain't going to lie to you, bro. I'm really not. Like, oh, I don't, no cap. Can we talk a little football while I got you here in, in that mentality? Because I, mean, I did write always. a football-esque topic down yeah. here. Uh, you saw that Ohio State's quarterback has entered the, <laughs> the transfer portal yeah. after losing you- to Michigan. Do you remember when the season started and I told you I'm interested to see how Buckeye Nation will deal with not having a black quarterback for the mm-hmm. first time in eight it's years? It's been a while. It's been a while. Here we are. We made it to the end of the season, guys. And and, and not that a black quarterback <laughs> couldn't lose to Michigan, but I think no, a black quarterback losing did. to Michigan will be received differently than how he received CJ, the screw. CJ Stroud lost two times in a row. He's a part he's a part of this three likes. So that was CJ Stroud, the, the nigga who's doing great in the NFL, right? The nigga who we still love through all of that shit. Like, damn, CJ. Ah, wish you would have got him. him. Yeah, Go wish Texas. you would have got him, bro. You're a good quarterback, though. We could and, 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 and CJ got it tough in the beginning, too. Like, don't get but like did CJ get it bad enough that I don't I don't I don't know if I think CJ got it bad enough, but like to put your name in the transfer portal was dead. Like That's wild you, to me. To you just ultimately show Buckeye Nation. You also you, you just show Buckeye Nation that we was right for real, for real. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And like, uh, and it and it is sad to watch, right? Because you look at some, you look at his numbers. His numbers are phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Like he did great mm-hmm. from a number standpoint. But this is this is I think this is, might be the first time because I always hated when they said it before when Urban Meyer always says the eye test. He does not pass the eye test. I agree. Um, and, and somebody else made another good point that they really felt like um, Ryan Day might have wanted the other boy, Devin Brown, to start, but he just didn't exemplify what he needed to exemplify to get the starting job. He, politi- so now, he politically you, couldn't make it happen. Yeah, you just have to deal with the quarterback who passed all the tests. And it's like, this ain't really my quarterback. So, like, I don't – not that I don't want to coach him, but, like, get this nigga out of here. Like, <laughs> This nigga can't do like you almost feel like I can't football, coach this bro. nigga. You know There's what I'm saying? Of and like, football. of course we'll never we'll never get it. But again, this is the first time that Ohio State ever had to deal with not knowing who the fuck our starting quarterback was two weeks up until the season started. Like, 
this this was an entirely different situation for us. So like, um, not not gonna be sad to see him go. Like I told my wife, he needs to go to a school that is all letters that we don't particularly know what they stand for. But it's gonna be a great <laughs> UAB of R. You see what I'm saying? He needs to go to MTSU where we don't know if it's Montana the or Middle Tennessee. He's gonna be a star, okay, yeah. over there wherever he goes. But like, and not that this isn't the program for him. Like he, he's he's a good second string quarterback. I would love to see Kyle McCord come in after we're like 56 up on a nigga, and he can come in and like Clean toss the ball to the halfback. Like you don't got to do too much. You know? don't call him a glorified H back tosser, bro. And I, I don't I don't want to sound like I'm beating him down because he made some good plays throughout the season. He is not he's not the quarterback. Well, Marvin Harrison Jr. doesn't have the season that he has if he doesn't have a quarterback. Now, could there well, be a better quarterback throwing to Marvin Harrison? Sure. I'm, but you can I'm make biased. bad throws to a great receiver. We've seen it. And I, I think I'm biased about Marvin Harrison as well, right? Because you gotta you gotta show me where Marvin Harrison worked for any of the catches and the yards that he got. Mm. like there were again particularly in this Michigan game there were situations where he should have fought through and made a little bit more effort that he just didn't give it well Michigan called Um, him and us out on like they soft they don't come here to fight they just want to be flashy and look good and get paid and and like there's a called us out there's a I'm trying to think who can I who can I put it's, it's almost like the Tom Brady and not even but like Marvin Harrison is so nice when you hear him speak right and that's cool bro but like you it's cool to be nice, but like you getting all these accolades for being the greatest. And again, like if you go and watch footage, like anything that was not easy for him to get the ball, he didn't he get it. I if a, a nigga challenged him, I need a little Steve Smith Jr. in my receivers. Yeah, I need, that, that, I need for you when you hit your step and plant your foot in the ground and shake, I need you to go, bitch. That first, I need you to have first, a little nasty yeah, in you. Ass that first receiver. pick from that Michigan game, dog, had this nigga made any effort to try and stop the other nigga from picking the ball? It might be a different game, but like, nah, this nigga went on a slant. He got cut off and blocked, and this nigga was just like, oh, play over. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. I need to see the footage. Did this nigga run down a nigga who intercepted the ball right in front of him? Somebody like, made, a, good, the, somebody made a, a good like point that. about us losing to Michigan. I think it was Cameron actually made a good point about like what we're seeing as Buckeyes. And I'm sorry, we won't Buckeye y'all too hard to death, but we do have Buckeye listeners that care about this. But like, what we're seeing with our program right now is a result of. We are recruiting so well that we're getting so many players from out of state now. I think Maurice Claret actually made the point on the camera mm-hmm. show that we're dealing with so many players that are out of state. And it's good to have some high talent five star recruits right. coming from out of state, but we have so many now. The sense of home the is loyalty. Not, the sense yeah. of loyalty—it's not the foundation of our team True. anymore. We got so much talent from all over the country that. They walk into our hallways and they don't give a fuck about Tommy's Pizza. They don't give a fuck about Independence versus Northland. They don't give a fuck about, they, they don't come from none of that shit. They don't know nothing about Cleveland. They don't know nothing about Cincinnati. So they have no Ohio pride. So the dog it takes to that you need to have in you to win that Michigan game and is like, not in our players anymore. They just give a fuck. It's another game to them. And they was even saying it before the game. Like, man. oh, it's just another game. It should never be just another game. It's never just another game, but not for nothing. I think the energy of the city is more so like, hey, we kind of we we need that. You know what I'm saying? We need that shit from the inner city and the surrounding areas from the people who understand. Like, again, it's crazy. Like, it, I understand it from a logical standpoint, but like, if you grew up and you went to school in Columbus, Ohio, and you shine with Michigan University, like, what the fuck happened? Like, mm-hmm. or you hear some of these kids that sign there that say, yeah, Ohio State never even looked at me, dog. And it's like, how? Like, yeah. are, again, are you niggas not at these games? Like, we're, 
where's the relationships? Where's the connection? Like, why are we not getting this homegrown talent? Or like the one, the one nigga, Tommy Eichenberg, I'm pretty sure he came from one of them Pickerington Central's Norths and like <laughs> Pickerington Central's North. He just didn't, he just didn't like turn out to be like, he one of them niggas who I feel like been at the school for seven goddamn years. You played two or three seasons and it's like, they don't utilize you the right way. And like, ultimately you become a bus, like, and you'll be a fourth round draft pick and you'll get there. But like, what, was what are we doing? Yeah. yeah. What are we doing? But but then you got a a, a, a TJ Tui Mualai whatever the fuck that nigga's name is from fucking Hawaii like who's a beast and it's like we couldn't find one and no knock to him or none of that shit but like again we we definitely got to get back to that hometown we got to get back homegrown who are these niggas like we gotta get and, back. I, and again I I grew up in the era where I went to school with a lot of niggas who was beastie in football and like you niggas didn't get the the nod or the look like, well, well sometimes sometimes your recruiting ability and your stardom and and all these are great things right like the Ohio State Buckeyes have kind of become the Lakers in a sense to where or the Yankees in a sense where we can just pay for all our success, right? We can go out there and quote unquote cut a check. And by cut a check, I mean recruit. We can recruit anywhere in the country now. So now we get starry eyed at all these big name recruits and we mm-hmm. overlook the nigga over at in Youngstown that right. just gets it. But instead of going for him, we go for this four star yeah. recruit over here in fucking Florida. I mean, I don't give a fuck about nothing that got to do with Donato's pizza. And it's just not a yeah. great marriage. It's not. And ultimately, at the end of the day, I get it. Like, we're, we're here to recruit the talent. Like, we want the talent because the talent is how it translates into. But, like, they, you know, it's just like a job when you get in training. Like, these, I hope they give them a piece of, like, hey, you need to understand what this means to the place that you live in. Because yeah. this is not just football. Like, again, the city surrounds itself around this football team. Like, we play 15 weeks out of the year. Guess how many weeks they care? Right. All of them. All my nigga. Like Yeah, when we're playing on Saturday and when we're not, bro, they care they every care single every last one of them. Of the so year. you have to you have to understand that. So like either understand you know, it or prepare to get harassed on your Twitter account. Is it is what it one, is. One, one of the two. So like again, good luck to Kyle McCord. You know, again, the transfer portal is just a thing. Like you can put your name in there and that don't mean you necessarily going anywhere. <laughs> That's um, a good point, because I did just yeah, assume that it does not mean that you're going anywhere. Might but not like, leave. Yeah, but what, whatever that. happens, happens. Uh, and I was that was another point I wanted to make about the transfer portal. And because when I wrote that down about him, four or five other quarterbacks entered the transfer portal mm-hmm. from their schools as well. And I'm starting to think, like, is this necessarily a good thing for college sports? Like, I don't love the transfer portal the way I'm you hearing know. it now. Like, because part of the reason why I'm becoming disconnected with the NFL is I don't know who plays for any given team anymore. Like, everybody's right. moving at all times. And for, for sure. me, that doesn't work for football. It works for basketball because ain't no right. helmets. The, the, the faces I mean, of the league run the league. But I don't in football, even, I hate not knowing who the fuck my, plays for my team. I hate it. Well, Yeah, and I, I don't like it for either league, honestly, because it's like, yo, like you post a – chemistry doesn't happen overnight, right? So, like, you you always see a lot of teams catch their stride late in the seasons where they where they have a lot of chemistry because you've built that now. So it's like – if you are then breaking down all the chemistry that you built, bro, like it's it's a it's a we see it every season how long it takes certain teams to like get their shit together. That's why we're dealing with teams at seven and five is because essentially if you got your chemistry and all your shit together, you should win a lot of your games. Uh you know what I'm saying? So like not for nothing, you should be a Dallas Cowboy right now, or you should be a fucking Detroit Lion or a mm-hmm. Miami Dolphin. Like these these niggas are the niggas who have like figured out how to interject shit into a system and like I hate the replacement of talent every year, like how they do it, because it's like, how are you building a system if you are taking away several pieces 
out of your fucking system that are be crucial like, to your system that are crucial to you like you have to build and it's almost like motherfuckers want you to come in and like no you have to get it now and if you don't get it now then you're fucking out of here and it's like how, how again how are you building like I, I i don't quite understand it i don't get it it's 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 a lot of movement I'll keep my eye on it. Sports are crazy, but it's it's one yeah. of those things that's kind of good. But like for me essentially right since the you know, since this whole NIL deal shit has come around, like the transfer portal is nuts. It's nutty, because bro. That's, that's a major part of it now. Because again, they talk about these these quarter like these quarterbacks. Bro, Deion Sanders can keep players. These niggas are making M's to play in college foot. Like to, that's affecting niggas' decisions to go to the NFL. Niggas like I can stay here for another year and make more than what I would make on a rookie contract in the NFL. Like, and mm-hmm. that's fucking. Or at least stay here another year, stack this bread for when I do get there. We can piss off them little NFL checks for the first couple of years. Like that's crazy that that's right. even a thing to consider. Like, and and again, like that's not the right motivation. Like. It, and and I've always been a proponent of the kids being paid. Like I still think the kids need to be paid, but like Agreed. it's clearly affecting the effort that the kids are putting into the shit. You know what I'm saying? That, that because because it, it come it come it's affecting the effort and it's affecting the expectation of the output that they're giving. Like they think uh, now now they think the money that I made in college is going to translate to my draft position. And I think that's a problem. That's bro. Imagine not that long ago, Terrell Pryor was getting walked off of our campus for getting what a couple of chains and some tattoos. He now was, Marvin he had, Harrison Jr. is wearing Louis Vuitton cleats and Apple watches during games. During the game, bro. This nigga, far we stray from God's life. Yeah, this nigga Terrell Pryor had some type of like handshake deal with a car dealership that he was just pulling up in different cars every week. He wasn't buying these cars, and we fam. Crucified like, that nigga for crucified, cars. crucified these niggas for tattoos, dog. Like these niggas. Is literally showing up everywhere now. Just it's crazy. It's Bring nuts. back Jim Trussell. I'm, I'm and again, I can, I'm a fan of it, but like it does at some point need some regulation. For like, sure. Uh, let's let's go. On. Glad you said regulate because I got a regulate topic here. Now I have been excited to interject my sneaker uh, hobbyist ideals on the podcast, and I thank mm-hmm. you for being so welcoming and willing to talk shoes with me every now and then on the podcast. Because I get excited and happy when it's time to talk shoes, if we can squeeze it in anywhere and make it entertaining to the audience. But fucking so okay, Travis Scott, as most people know, collaborates with Nike and Jordan to make <laughs> these super hype shoes all the time. They sell for thousands and thousands of dollars in a. Are you glad that I brought this up? You seem glad that I brought this up, right? Because, bro, I never understand why certain things come across my timeline. Because it's God showing you what you need to know for Monday. It's God's notes for you. You don't even have to write notes. God got you, bro. So for y'all, those of y'all that don't know or keep up with sneaker culture, Travis Scott, hip-hop artist, collaborates with Jordan and Nike to make these over, like, well, I won't call them overhyped, because some of them really dope. These hype shoes that sell on the aftermarket for thousands and thousands of dollars, collector's items, high fashion, all of that, right? He's doing his thing. Travis Scott is like the biggest name in collaborative fashion right now. Well, Nike decided to team him up with former tennis star John McEnroe. Now, for those of y'all that might not be into tennis, my wife played tennis in high school, so I know a little bit about tennis. And I do know about John McEnroe that he was kind of a dick. Like, he was a great tennis player, <laughs> but he was known for being a dick. Like, he would cuss out the referees and cuss out his opponents. And he was the attitude guy of the 80s, right? So mm-hmm. it's kind of like the perfect marriage between a hip-hop artist and an attitude tennis player. It's like if Travis Scott collaborated with Charles Barkley or some shit, right? 
<laughs> so they Nike brought back John McEnroe's shoes, and they've been bringing them back all year. They ain't getting no hype. Like the the streets ain't fucking with them. They've been sitting on the shelf, <laughs> going on sale, right? So they decided to make a shoe collaboration with Travis Scott because anything he touches turns to gold. He was selling Happy Meals just six months ago, and them bitches were selling out the stores. So you can't lose if you slap Travis names, Travis Scott's name on something. He was selling Reese's Puffs out the store just ten months ago. So anyway. They do this, and then this video conference call leaks of John McEnroe and Travis Scott on the Zoom with Nike officials, and they're arguing because John McEnroe feels like the shoe should be called the Cactus Max instead of the Cactus Jacks, and he wants his name on the marquee, basically, as big as Travis Scott's name because they're his shoe. And he is turning red in the face trying to explain to Travis Scott why it's disrespectful to pull his name off his tennis shoe and replace it with Travis Scott's branding without wanting to share the space, which I'll be honest, I kind of get his argument, but I don't think he gets the buying power of Travis Scott. And Travis Scott is like sitting there half listening to the nigga, picking his fingernails and calmly saying, Hey, John, um, Mac has never been a thing. We're not doing that. Like, he was not showing John McEnroe no respect. I'll be honest with you. A lot of the internet has been saying that this is marketing propaganda. Maybe. And maybe it is. Maybe. I'm fine with it either way. If I didn't say, kind of makes me want the shoe now. I don't even. I still don't even know what the show looked like. Well, my nigga said. I mean, I, I don't know. It kind of sound like we selling burgers. <laughs> the like. cactus may sound like a hamburger to me. I, don't, I ain't really feeling it. Bro, to be in a position as a rap star to tell a tennis player. Here's the thing that I, I, I'm hoping that y'all are getting as a listening audience for people that might not care about shoes. Understand what I'm saying here. The man is taking the tennis star's tennis shoe that was his shoe and saying, I'm going to do what I want with your intellectual property. Like, that's like a motherfucker walking in your crib and redecorating your living room and not even asking for your input. And didn't ask uh, to be there. They said John hung up. Uh, John John McEnroe was so fucking hot about that Cactus Jack shit. Hot, steaming. so, So who... Do you side with either party on this? Like, do you think that um, Travis Scott is well within his rights because he got it right now and he can do what he wants? And if Nike says he can do what he wants, then fuck it, he can do what he wants. Or do you think John McEnroe has a right to feel disrespected? Like, dog, you come, you, know, you were just slapping your shit all over, all over the place. But this me, nigga, like this is my shoe. You can't just do what the fuck I you mean, want with my shit. I'm, I'm taking, I'm taking the the history that you gave me before you kind of told the story, and I'm going with Travis got all rights to speak how he's speaking, fam. Because clearly your shoe was on the shelf and it wasn't busting a move, and then y'all called on your boy. You know, what they I'm weren't saying? even talking so, about retro in it until Travis said, "Hey, I like so those macaroons." Yeah, so when you call on your boy, guess who get a lot of say so and using my name because essentially Cactus Jack is me. Yeah. Like, so if I attach Cactus or Jack or Mac or whatever to that shit, nigga, guess what? It got to have my say so on it. And that's basically what he was trying. And like, and again, of course, without context, like it, it almost seemed like they was basically just trying to tell him what they was going to do with his brand. And he was like, oh, no, 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 Bro, I like I'm not just about to Cactus Mac has never yeah. been a thing. I don't know why y'all bringing it up in here, but that was. Yeah, for sure. And it seemed like, again, if it's marketing, that's cool. But even like on a real scale, like. 
again, like this, this is my shit. Like y'all are coming to me, fam. So like, I, I get to say whether I want to do that or not. And like, just look at my, let's look at my track record and look at why you're here talking to me. Like, let's, let's really figure this out. And like, I could just say no, and we could not be having this conversation at all. So like, you can go back to some you of your have, discount you brand. Yeah. They tried to, yeah. They tried to OG for real, for real. Like, Hey bro, like I'm, I'm the OG, but you got the hot shit. So just put your name with my shit and we'll just make it lit. And he was like, nah, he was like, no. Nah, which which is like wild because I'll be honest with you, like as a sneaker collector and an enthusiast, if they were called Cactus Max, he, the joke he said about it sounding like a hamburger is funny. But if they were no, called sure. the Cactus Max, that's a that's an easy pill to swallow for me. I would have been like, that makes sense. Like I would have fucked with it. Like if they would have just went with Cactus Max, I'd have like that's kind of hard. You know what I mean? But the fact now this is better. Like the hype behind the beef is better. It's making me more interested in the product. But I don't think it's that big of a deal or it shouldn't have been that big of a deal for niggas to be like actually arguing about. I mean, not. It's definitely not. But again, you know how much the internet like like goofy shit like that. So that's mm-hmm. appealing to somebody. But like, why don't you just go with Cactus Mac and Row? Like, that sound cool with me. Like, Cactus not just calling. Like, why you got to hip it out? name nowhere near the Cactus Jack name. Like, Travis wants Cactus Jack to stand alone by itself. He only I wants mean, it he, by the swoosh. And when you're calling me, you have that right. So same thing with like Kanye with anybody. Yeah, the same thing with like Kanye when anybody call him to do whatever. Like, hey, fam, you cut like it. This can't go out without my because this is my shit, fam. Like y'all called me. I didn't. Maybe he called them too. Like this. Yeah, this is a partnership, fam. So like, if you want to attach my name to it, like it needs to have my approval on it, fam. And like Cactus Jack is my shit. I don't really like that Cactus Mac. I don't like the way it's. I don't want the. I don't want people to be confused. Um, so it we're could not be as simple as that, though. Like, even if it sounds assholey, like he has every right based on what he's built with the Cactus Jack brand. If he say, "I don't want my name next to that nigga that was the third best tennis player," and I don't like, want my shit by the third best. Wasn't that the name of the McDonald's meal? Wasn't he selling a cactus like Big Mac? Like, wasn't it a Big Mac it was or a was it a quarter pounder? It was a quarter pounder bacon. It was, but they could have called it the Cactus Mac easy, yeah. and niggas wouldn't even have known it was eating a quarter pounder. Nope. Yeah, so, I mean, he got it. Like, I just thought it was an interesting, like, little case study, not only being that I love shoes and I love the culture and, like, I thought it was an interesting little story, but I could see arguing both sides on this because I'm with you. Travis Scott got it. They called me. I got the brand. I got the juice right now, so I can hang this call up and it ain't going to affect me no kind of ways. But you need this. Your shoe needs this. Your model needs the hype. Nike needs me to inject this shoe with some popularity and mm-hmm. I can get off this call right now because everything I'm putting my name on right now is bro is selling all white air force lows that say utopia on them in marker. Like literally <laughs> looks like he just sloppily wrote utopia on the back of a pre-existing shoe and people are buying the shit, bro. They're buying anything with his name on it. So he got it right now. He don't have to collaborate. You know how many shoes and companies would love for Travis Scott to pick up the phone. Right. So I'm mean, not <laughs> saying phone, McElroy, <laughs> exactly, no pun intended, but like, yeah, like uh, uh, John McEnroe is in a privileged position to even be on this phone call now. And I'm not saying that he needs to kiss his ass or nothing, but you should take a minute to realize the position you're in at least a little bit. Yeah. And we're just going to call it for the internet at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Oh, so for the internet, real quick, before we get out of here, I'm sure the internet has made you aware that we are officially on the hype watch for the Kanye and Ty Dollar Sign joint album. They're saying it's going to release Friday. Me and you being mm-hmm. Kanye fans, no better than to believe anything Kanye says, let alone some shit he didn't even say. 
(laughs) Like all the information for this joint album has come from other sources outside of Kanye. So I don't even believe when Kanye say he dropping an album. I know y'all don't think y'all going to make Playboy Cardi make me believe the album coming out. So what percentage are you giving that this album called Vultures featuring Kanye and Ty Dolla Sign is actually coming out on this Friday? I mean, bro. I mean, I'm 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 keeping the same energy when it comes to Ye over the past few months, bro. I have I have no percentage to give you because I do not care. You don't care enough to give up, it a percent. And either shows up in my iTunes on Friday or it doesn't. And like, if it shows up, I'll take my time or I'll add it to the backlog of content I still need to consume, <laughs> and I'll get to it whenever I get to it. And I'm sure I'll get to it sooner than later. But like, I'm I told you, it's not it's not working on me. I'm not. I'm you. not. I'm not all the way back yet. Like I still love, bro. He got a special place still deep down in there. But like, I gotta chill on like the um the 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 outward expression of my love for for, for, for family. Now that's right perfectly now. put, right? Because yeah. I'm with you. Like Kanye West is attached to a lot of nostalgia, a lot of core memories in the person mm-hmm. that I am. And he'll never lose that place with me, right? Like he'll always be yeah. attached to core memories for me. But like you said, the whole outward loving him and outward expression of supporting him, and not even on some like, oh, you said some anti-Semitic shit, so I can't fuck with you. Nah, I, don't, I don't care about that. I what care I care about, about is you embarrassing me as a fan for believing in you. That's what I care that, about. That, and that's all it's about, bro. Yeah, like, I'm tired of being embarrassed as a fan for believing mm-hmm. in you. I don't care about your hot takes. Like, I don't got to agree with how you feel about slavery being a choice or going DEFCON 3 on Jews or none of that shit. Like, bro, you say what you say because you wanted to say it. Don't you embarrass know me what? as a fan. I... I I enjoy your crazy personality only in the realm of the music. Like I'm, I'm just thinking back now to like, how did I ever become accepting of that? Right. But it's like, you gave me the slaps and then like you spazzed out on Ash and Kutcher and them on punk because they was trying to take your Jesus walks footage. And like, I understood that because that's in relation to the music yeah, and the passion, the you know, what you, what I bought into fam, all this other shit, I can deal without it. For sure. So, uh, you ready to get out of here and, uh, keep waiting for the album or. Yeah, it's almost Christmas, man. All right, yeah, let's get fuck out of here. This has been the Dipped in Butter program. Uh, we appreciate you checking us out, listening to us, and uh, I don't know, deciphering our hot takes. My name is Kat. You can check my ill-ass comments out on the Dipped in Butter program on YouTube. Uh, search the channel. Thumb through the channel. Thumb through the activity on the channel. And maybe you see me say some wild shit to some unsuspecting Patreons out there. Yeah, man, I gotta, I gotta find a way to like quick search the comments over there on YouTube. I might have to email somebody. Um, but it's your boy West No T. Um, I'm a motherfucking young. The goddamn glue around this bitch. You play a pot in a POVNA. Um, at Forever Young eighty nine still on the Instagram. Um, just fuck with me though. Yes, sir. Like I say each and every week, the universe is way too big for your little ass problems. And hey, man, twenty one years of basketball is something to be committed. He don't gotta be your number one, but he should be at least. In your top three. Take that, grand dude. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he'll enjoy that. Um, rule number one, tell a friend to tell a friend. Not only about the podcast, but that um, as long as you live, try not to wear another nigga's jewelry. Um, and then rule number two, mind your motherfucking business. Yes, sir. We'll catch y'all next week. We know you want more, so come back next week and get this.